You are listening to Practical and Woo by Mindset and Manifest. My name is Eden, and I invite you to embark on a journey with me to explore the practical and spiritual edges of the unknown for the purpose of allowing you to embody and empower yourself uniquely as you are and to intentionally create and live a life of freedom and fulfillment. Each week, I'm going to discuss topics such as energetics, reality creation, manifestation, astrology, tarot, human design, and more to help empower you to live beyond perceived limitations and to practically design your life so it feels like absolute magic every step of the way. Let's dive in. Well, hello, darling soul. Last week on Practical and Woo, we discussed why manifesting must be an ulterior motive free zone if you want to create consistent and fulfilling manifestations in your life. This week, I want us to expand on this subject by exploring why our ulterior motive informed desires don't yield what you're truly wanting and what to do about it instead. I love diving into these energetic landscapes with you, hoping for you to discover for yourself what resonates and what doesn't in the majestic creation of your own life. As always, allow yourself to listen with your heart, take what feels true to you, and feel free to leave the rest. To set the stage for this subject, I'm calling upon a cultural trope from the land of rom-coms. A guy meets a girl wants to be with the girl, the girl isn't interested, this makes the guy want her more, she agrees to be intimate with him for some reason, with the assertion of no strings attached, he pines and then usually, in true rom-com fashion, they fall in love. And then the movie ends. Now, this trope is by no means gendered, even though it's historically depicted that way in Hollywood. I have known plenty of people who have pined for a person, wanted to be with that person, planned the wedding in their head only to have them be ghosted within the week. Usually a girl continues to pine and at the very least allows a guy whose suitable version lives only in the dimension of her mind to take up precious mental real estate all day, every day. I would venture to guess that experiences such as this have happened in your own life or to people whom you know. So why does this consideration matter within the context of today's episode? It matters because of the energetics of pining. Pining is the act of yearning for and reaching towards something that or someone who you want to have in your reality but isn't. Often, pining can lead to cascading emotions like stubborn perseverance. I want it because I want it and I get what I want. Or depression and self-deprecation. Why don't they like me back? What's wrong with me? The funny thing about pining is that it's a clear indication that an ulterior motive is at play. Wanting something or wanting to be with someone because it will seemingly validate a part of you that you're unable to validate in yourself. 
because it will make you look good, because you can't handle rejection of any kind, wanting something or wanting to be with someone because it will be a flex to the external world, but for which fulfillment is then relegated to a pipe dream. Why? Because the benefit sought is encased within an ulterior motive, and the desire isn't born from something that you truly want, desire, or wish to have for yourself because you love it and it fills you up. I want this because I think it will lead me down this path to my dreams versus I want this because my heart is crying out to it and it's crying out to me and it feels amazing to pursue even when it's hard. When your intentions are based on a need to flex, show off, gain street cred, there is usually an ulterior motive at play. Now I'd like to be clear. There is nothing wrong with this way of being. There is nothing wrong with this way of living your life. If you take pleasure in pining, then I'm celebrating you for doing something that feels meaningful to you. It's neither my intention, my wish, nor my desire to tell you or anyone how to live. What is my intention, my wish, and my desire is to offer you an alternative perspective of the juicy, energetic underbelly of reality creation, to see another side of the energetic choices you're making, and to help you set yourself up for success in creating a life you love that feels fulfilling from all angles inner, outer, and everywhere in between. So what's the alternative? What can you do instead of pining for the things that feel out of reach? What can you do to magnetize the juiciest experiences towards you in a way that feels like they've materialized out of thin air? How can you have your cake and eat it too without it looking like some regurgitated mess? I'm sorry for the visual. You must get honest with yourself about what you want and why you want it. Do you want something because the core of your being is cheering, heck yes, that's for me? Or do you want something because not having it feels like you failed some invisible test of being successful, being worthy, being human? Often people make an assumption that appreciating material things, appreciating the quote-unquote finer things in life is unholy or unspiritual. And it is my perspective that what's truly happening here is that people are recognizing that the mad dash to check off the accolades, accomplishments, and flexes checklist leaves them feeling unfulfilled. And instead of asking why that happened, Blame the external world instead. So you want to be with this specific person. Why? Why them? Is it because their seeming rejection of you made you feel that the only way to feel like you matter is to prove to them that you're worthy? Or do you want to be with that person because the relationship is being carefully built on a beautiful foundation and you're mutually efforting towards something deep and meaningful? I have a very wise client who said to me once that she believes rejection is redirection. And I agree. Isn't it possible 
that being rejected is simply an indication that there is something more aligned out there for you, that you're being called in a direction of an experience that you won't otherwise be able to have if you spend time on the hamster wheel of chasing, forcing, and pining. To me, this sounds exhausting. In fact, I know it's exhausting because this is what I used to do. I tried to make my life into a Barbie play yard instead of allowing it to unfold organically like a field of garden roses grown miraculously under the light of an amber sun. So I am leaving you here to evaluate. Evaluate every intention you have for your life and ask yourself, why? Why do I want to create this? What are my motives here? Are they pure? Until next time.